This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, you know, click on that radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. That way you'll always be kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now today we're going to look at some of the dangers of making assumptions when it comes to your finances. You may assume certain things are set in stone when it comes to retirement. But before we get into the these misconceptions or assumptions, let's welcome our co-host this week and every week, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm great. I just had a great week. Uh, spent a lot of time with the family. Um, you know, weather's been uh, spotty, but I do like this time of year. You know, the holidays, everybody's getting ready for uh, more family time and uh, more vacation, but I've been keeping busy uh, redoing uh, some things around the house and switching out some furniture. So I'm staying busy. How about you? What are you up to? You know, we did, we just had a, you know, a great, you know, holiday, you know, week here. Um, got to, you know, just like you got to spend a lot of time with family, friends, um, watch some football, nothing like, you know, like that. And nothing like taking a nap on, uh, you know, after Thanksgiving oh, uh, dinner yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. That turkey, yeah. all that trip to Finn, uh, after a big meal, a little nap and some football. You can't ask for anything better than that. that. That's correct. And, you know, by the time our uh, listeners, you know, listen to this too, uh, you know, we would, would have, you know, on Friday night, we actually are going to be having our uh, our fun drive or toy drive, not our fun oh, yeah. drive, but our toy drive. So, um, you know, that'll be here on December 6th. So, uh, you know, looking forward to, uh, you know, collecting toys and being able to pass them out to the children. And, you know, from a work standpoint, it's kind of a, actually a busy month. People were trying to finalize, you know, taxes. People are going to be retiring in January or thinking about retiring the first quarter of next year. So um, it's actually a pretty, you know, December is actually a pretty big, busy time because a lot of people take the last two weeks of the year off. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people do, and they try to cram a lot of financial planning regarding, hey, what do I need to do before the year ends? Uh, to really minimize that tax burden? Are there some things I can do or move around? And how do I prepare for retirement next year if you're planning on retiring soon? So uh, I bet it gets busy this time of year for you, plus you add in the holidays. Now, you said today, though, we're going to talk about the danger of financial assumptions. We're going to go over some misconceptions and assumptions. And you know, Corey, you know what they say about assumptions? Well, we're not going to answer that. Uh, <laughs> let's just say they're bad. Uh, but, yes. But uh, uh, I think it's going to be an enlightening episode. So where do we start with this topic? 
Well, you know, Tony, let's start with some, you know, something from an October 2019 Motley Fool article, Three Money Myths That Could Ruin Your Retirement. You know, the the author, personal finance and retirement writer, Katie Brockman, breaks down each of these things that she considers myths and how they really can impact your retirement. So I'd like to consider these, you know, more misconceptions rather than myths since each comes from some factual basis, but the, you know, the, really the end assumption is flawed in some way. Well, uh, it sounds interesting. I think I might need to hear more before I truly get what you're putting down here. Give us an example. Absolutely, Tony. You know, take for instance, the first myth or misconception mentioned in the article that you're going to spend less in retirement. Now, according to the article, it's likely that spending will change during your retirement for most people It cites a report from J.P. Morgan that showed nearly 80% of retirees experienced a significant change in their spending. However, more than 33% of those individuals found themselves spending more than they had before retirement during some of the retirement years. Now, these years often came early in retirement, so you can imagine the challenge that would come with suddenly spending more than expected. So this is a misconception and it, it, and it really could be a very expensive one for you. So you may average less spending per year over the course of your retirement, but that average may include years of more spending. So it would be a misconception to assume then that you know exactly how your retirement spending is going to go. I mean, I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. They assume they're going to spend a lot less, uh, but in actuality, they end up spending more because they have more time on their hands. That's exactly right, Tony. You know, in my opinion, it's the spending fluctuation that can be the most dangerous part of the assumption. You know, if you have a certain budget in mind and don't have that flexibility to adjust, you may put your, you know, financial future in danger. And, uh, you know, the one thing that a lot of people really don't realize, too, is, you know, when you spend a little bit more at the first few years of your retirement, um, that's also money that doesn't have that compound interest to grow later on as well. Right, right. And you definitely want to avoid danger. That's kind of my life motto. What's another thing that we need to be wary of, Corey? Well, you know, Tony, another misconception from the article is that if you wait until you have a higher income, it will be easier to save for retirement. Now, at first blush, it's easy to rationalize this idea. You know, making more money would mean there's more money to save. However, building a retirement nest egg can take years and the value of compounding interest can be a powerful growth tool for your savings. So if you put off your saving for retirement, you may find yourself needing to save an even larger percentage of your income later on in life. So missing out on years of annual rate of return can result in really challenges later in your life. Saving early, even if it's a small amount, can have a strong financial results for your financial future. So I know I've heard you talk a lot in the past about how important saving even just a little bit can be, right? That's that's exactly right, Tony. You know, the power of accumulating wealth over time can hardly be underestimated. So let's look at the next misconception or assumption, and it has to do with your Social Security. And I like to look at this from both sides of the issue. In the article, They caution against assuming Social Security benefits can be your primary source of retirement income. Now, according to Motley Fool's article from October of 2019, the average Social Security benefit is probably smaller than you think. In 2019, 
the average Social Security check was just a little over $1,400. So for many people, that's likely not enough to cover all your monthly expenses. When you look at the potential growth of medical expenses in the future, you may feel even less than you're really enthusiastic about covering your costs with Social Security benefits alone. Okay, so it could be dangerous then to assume that Social Security is going to be able to cover all your costs in retirement. It, I mean, it really could be, Tony. You know, it's also important to note that assuming Social Security won't be part of your retirement income is likely a misconception as well. An April 2019 press release from the Social Security Administration provides some encouraging news. It was entitled Social Security Combined Trust Funds Gain One Year says, you know, Board of Trustees, and details that the Board of Trustees found positive developments in the long-term financial stability of Social Security. Now, previously, the Board found that the combined asset reserves of the old age and survivor's insurance and disability insurance uh, trust funds would be depleted in 2034. This new report shows that an additional year of estimated solvency has been gained. So does that mean Social Security is fixed, for lack of a better term? Well, you know, one year is not likely, you know, to, to sign of a permanent fix, Tony. However, it's a sign of progress. You know, the Board of Trustees recommended that Congress continue to act to address these issues. And it's also important to realize that 2035 would not be the end of Social Security, you know, benefits. In current projections, there would be enough to, you know, income, coming into Social Security to pay 80% of scheduled monthly payments. So Social Security will likely, you know, not be enough to cover your monthly expenses by itself. However, it's also unlikely to completely vanish from the calculation. So I believe that it's going to be important is for you to maximize these benefits, you know, when the time comes. I highly recommend working with, you know, someone like me that's going to really help determine the right time and more importantly, the strategy for your own personal financial situation you know, in order to, to take your social security benefits. So, you know, this is a great discussion, but our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break? Sure, Tony. You know, preparing for retirement, it, it is really an important part of your financial process. However, you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you call, call in, just reference the show. We'll set you up with a complimentary meeting with me. And one of the things we'll do is review a, you know, where you are today, put together a financial plan or an income plan for you, you know, in retirement. And a big, a big portion of that is being able to provide you with your own personalized Social Security Maximization Report which is really going to show you when the best time to trigger your Social Security um, in retirement is for you and you and or, you know, you and your spouse. You know, we want to be able to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And really the best way to, to get started is to give us a call at 614-760-0670 to set up that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. All right. Sounds great. And stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles. There are 96 different months you could file for Social Security benefits. There's over 9,000 combinations if you are married. But that's not all. There's advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. 
to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report from Safe Harbor Retirement Group, visit safeharboroh.com. The Social Security Maximization Report will tell you exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, just click on that radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Now, today we're talking about the dangers of misconceptions or assumptions when it comes to your finances. In the first segment, you know, we took a look at the October 2019 article from Motley Fuel, Three Money Myths That Could Ruin Your Retirement. Now, we discussed really each of those main points mentioned in, the, in depth, you know, you know, in the article. Social Security, monthly expenses, and delaying savings can all have a large impact on your financial future. Misconceptions, myths, and incorrect assumptions about these issues can further really cloud your vision. Now, I want to kind of turn our attention to another area that's often misunderstood or that comes with a certain amount of assumptions. Well, that sounds great. I, I look forward to building on what we've already talked about today. So what's the next type of misconception or assumption? Well, you know, Tony, the next one that I want to discuss today is how a rate cut by the Federal Reserve really impacts the everyday American consumer. You know, and another of our sources today is an article from CNBC.com. Here's how the Fed rate cut really affects you. In late October 2019, the Federal Reserve announced their decision to cut in interest rates by a quarter of a point. This was the third time in 2019 that they decided to cut rates. Wow. So they constantly make some changes to keep it solvent. Uh, and it does feel, at least to me, these rate cuts or increases, uh, they, they get a lot of attention. Uh, but what do they really do? How does this cut impact me or our listeners out there? You know, and that's that's really a great question to, to really think about, Tony, especially for our listeners out there. But really, let's look at the big picture. You know, lower rates mean cheaper loans. So this can impact the average American by producing lower rates on credit cards, student loans, monthly car payments, and even a mortgage or home equity loan as well. Unfortunately, in a slowing economy, lenders are often less likely to approve loans. So some of consumers may not be able to take advantage of these lower rates. Now, in addition, interest rates on savings accounts will also decrease as well. So this can lead to less growth in some savings vehicles. Well, I, I understand that. Uh, so that's the big picture then, that big idea view. Uh, can we look at some of these impacts in detail, like credit cards, for example? How does a federal rate cut, uh, what does that mean for your monthly payments uh, for your credit cards? Well, you know, Tony, many you know many credit cards have a variable rate, which means that your rate really will change when the Federal Reserve cuts those rates. Now, according to WalletHub.com's credit card debt study, Trends and Insights from September of 2019, Americans started 2019 with more than $1 trillion worth of credit card debt. However, with interest rates in the teens and, and 20s, a quarter point will likely not make a noticeable difference. So what about savings accounts? Well, this rate cut will also impact your savings accounts. 
You know, interest rates on savings accounts are tied to the Federal Reserve's rate, so they're already low. You know, this third cut of the year will decrease them even further. So according to a survey by bankrate.com, best online savings accounts for October 2019, nearly 7 in 10 savers earn less than 2% interest on their on their savings accounts. So if you're looking, you know, at pursuing other saving options, you may want to investigate a certificate of deposit. This cnbc.com article cites that you can find average rates on one, two, or three-year CDs, you know, just above 2% as well. So how about mortgages then? How are they impacted by a rate cut? Well, you know, Tony, you know, mortgages are not directly linked with the federal rates, but over time, they've, they're really influenced by the Fed, the economy, and inflation. So cnbc.com details that mortgage rates have been declining over the past year, so low rates may mean that it, you know, it's really a good time to investigate refinancing your existing mortgage, you know, mortgage, possibly to a lower rate. If your current mortgage is an adjustable rate mortgage, you may, you know, notice a lower, you know, monthly cost as well. So this rate will also continue to make home equity lines of credit more affordable for those that wish to pursue them. You know, is there a remodel or upgrade that you may have been waiting, you know, to make? You know, now might be a really a good financial moment to make that move as well. Sure, and I think that makes sense. Uh, would it be right to assume that a rate cut impacts other types of loans as well? Then it certainly does, Tony. You know, auto loans, for example, have remained low over the past few years despite rate fluctuation from the Federal Reserve. Now, according to Bankrate.com, a quarter point difference on a loan of twenty-five thousand would only come down you know, to a savings of about $3 per month. So if you have a student loan with a private company, it may have a variable rate that's related to the Federal Reserve cuts. If so, you may pay less interest on that loan. However, the details, you know, are definitely going to vary from loan to loan. Everyone's situation is a little bit different. But like many of the changes we have mentioned today, the monthly difference is really not going to be noticeable at all. So when it comes to the Federal Reserve, you know, rate cuts, misconceptions and assumptions can come easy. You know, they get a lot of coverage. Simply searching for a Federal Reserve interest rate cut on Google will result in a swarm of news articles. You know, there's not a lot of journalistic noise out there. So Federal Reserve rate changes, you know, really receive a lot of media attention to impact the economy. However, as we detail today, those changes may not, you know, really seem, you know, consequential to the everyday American consumer. Now, today we're talking about the dangers of misconceptions or assumptions when it comes to your finances. All right. Yeah, it's been an interesting conversation so far. Now, what are some reasons? Uh, I know another big assumption is working in retirement. People often assume, oh, I can work in retirement. But what are some of the reasons that make that difficult, that working in retirement might not work out? Yeah, you know, Tony, in answer to that question, you know, I'm going to use uh, the businessinsider.com article from November of 2019 headlined, Working in Retirement Doesn't Always Work, says an unemployed, unemployed retiree who planned on it. Now, back to your question, you know, one of the main reasons that the article mentioned pops up, you know, pop-ups in several of the narratives of the, of the people the writers interviewed. Many workers from a salesman with 42, you know, 42 years of experience to a veteran of the screen printing industry said that finding a new job as an older work was the biggest challenge. And I hear that a lot even with my clients as well. 
So the screen printer said that her family exhausted their savings, their individual retirement accounts, and their pension plans while searching for new jobs. So the jobs the salesperson found, he ended up losing due to health complications as well. Wow. Okay. So uh, obviously, uh, this is an important thing to talk about. Is that a common experience, though, for older workers? I mean, it can be, Tony. You know, in fact, according to an article, Age Discrimination and Hiring of Older Workers from the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, age can really impact callback rates. Older female candidates for administrative positions were called back at a 90%, I mean, at a 47% lower rate than younger competitors. The callback, the, the callback difference was even lower at 36% for sales-related positions. So, you know, there's definitely discrepancies among male applicants as well. You know, they were not as obvious across the board. For sales-related positions, older male candidates were called back 30% less than their younger competitors. Now, why receiving a callback is just one measurement of, you know, so, you know, of your job search success, it really can be a strong one. In my experience, in exceeding, you know, it's really difficult to get hired for a job without having the opportunity to interview for the job. That's well, the yeah, that make, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, it's hard to get the gig if you don't even have a chance at it. Yeah. And another factor, Tony, that can really impact, you know, working during your retirement can be layoffs or forced retirement. So a study from propublica.org, if you're over 50, chances are the decision to leave a job won't be yours. It was published in, in December of 2018. It analyzed data from a health and retirement study and found that workers who enter their 50s holding full-time long-term positions were often being pushed out of their positions by employers. Overall, the study found that, you know, out of this group, 56% experienced employer-driven job loss and only 16% were still working. So we've talked a lot about assumptions and misconceptions then today. What would you recommend to our listeners out there who may have listened to the show today and have further questions about these topics? You know, well, first of all, Tony, we've, we've definitely touched on a lot of different topics today. You know, from misconceptions and myths about money and retirement to understanding how a federal rate, you know, cut really impacts that everyday consumer. We've even examined some challenges that impact older workers. So if anything that, you know, that we covered resonates with you or if you have questions on how your retirement strategy can be changed to adapt to the future, you know, I do highly recommend you reach out and set up a time to, to really to talk with me um, or another financial service professional. But while, you know, many of today's topics may feel negative, there's often a strategy or adjustment that you can make today to improve your financial tomorrow. And that's really what we're here to do is help really guide you down that path. Yeah, and I think that's so helpful. And as usual, our time has just flown by. Our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we go today? Yeah, you know, to our listeners out there, feel free to check our website out at safeharboroh.com, or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you visit our website or give us a call, just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me where we can re definitely review your financial plan to make sure you're on the right track. You know, we want to be able to provide you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. Now, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate. 
to reach out to us, and you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. All right, sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sigmund. Join us again for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.